This is a CNA podcast. Now, Health Matters with Daniel Martin. Why do you have sensitive teeth and what can you do about it? Hey, everybody, welcome into Health Matters. It's one of the most common dental reports for a lot of Singaporeans, the idea of the sensitive teeth. But did you know that even apparently overzealous brushing of teeth can also be a contributing factor? So you're trying to clean your teeth? And then it could lead to sensitive teeth. How ironic. Dr. Irene Sim is here, dental specialist in endodontics at Specialist Dental Group. This is Health Matters. Dr. Sim, what a pleasure welcoming you back to the program. Hello there. Hi, Daniel. Hi, everyone. Good to have you on board. Okay, so what do we mean exactly when we say that, medically speaking, somebody has sensitive teeth? What does it mean? Uh, so tooth sensitivity, or dent- we call it dentine hypersensitivity, refers to the person feeling sharp pain when they do certain activities such, such as drinking, eating, or when they are exposed to maybe a cold environment when they travel in a, and they are in a cold climate. So when they feel sensitive and uncomfortable, this is what we term as um sensitive teeth. Yeah. Even cold climate, cold wind also can bring on. Uh. Yeah, some of my patients um started noticing that they have some issues with their teeth because they after COVID they started traveling mm. and um they told me that when they were in um Australia in winter they started um breathing in the cold air because you can re- remove your mask now and uh, that's when they started feeling oh it feels sensitive. Yes. The irony is then that, they probably would yeah. be better off if they put the mask back on uh, uh potentially. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what's happened? The external enamel has worn off. The dentine has worn off. The the roots are exposed. What's going on? Uh-huh. Yeah. So. Um, I think you got it right. So what happens with dentine sensitivity or tooth sensitivity is that if we draw an analogy between the tooth structure and uh, if we think of the tooth as a human being, the body and of the human being is akin to the crown or the top part of the tooth and the roots of the tooth is like the legs of the human being. So what happens is if this human was originally wearing a jacket in the outer layer and pants um, on the leg in the outer layer, but he happened to take it off and he's bathing in the cold Australian climate. That's when he feels cold. Yeah. So with the tooth structure, it's the same thing. The outermost layer of the tooth is called the enamel, which is very hard and white in color. Uh, with overzealous brushing, like what you mentioned, sometimes there's removal of the outermost or stripping of the outermost layer, which is the enamel layer. And um, that's when you start to see the teeth becoming a bit more yellow in color. And that's when your inner layer of dentin gets exposed. And with, when dentin is exposed, there's basically multiple um, tiny tubes or pipes in dentin. And when these pipes are, the, the outer shell is exposed, that's when you start to feel cold air being transmitted wow. internally and you start to feel um, coldness and sensitivity. I mentioned yeah. that a lot of people seem to complain about this. Do you, do you Anecdotally, do you see that in the clinic as well? A lot of patients are talking to you about their sensitive teeth. Oh, yes, definitely. Because um, I happen to be a, what we call a nerve doctor. Mm. I get on people's nerves. <laughs> so I'm, a, I'm an endodontist. So a lot of... Um, people come to me for the management of pain or hypersensitivity. And in fact, those patients who have been to several other dentists, uh, sometimes they are still unable to diagnose what is the cause of their sensitivity. And therefore, my colleagues would refer them to see me because sometimes it's very hard to differentiate whether it is purely a sensitive tooth Mm. or there might be more to it than meets the eye. For Ah. example, the tooth might be cracked or there could be some other, you know, more... um, um, 
problematic issues at hand rather than sensitive to yeah okay so overzealous brushing you're brushing so vigorously and hard you're wearing down the gum line even that point that could be a contributing mm. factor yes. um certain foods diet, that you, diet. Uh, even drinks like coffee <gasps> yeah, so i love my coffee I was, yeah my husband too he has to have his coffee every day same here <laughs> yeah so i had a patient who came and um the predisposing factor as to why he had sensitive um, tooth or teeth, we found out eventually uh, was because of his daily intake of coffee. No! Yeah. Because uh, he happens to be a doctor, so he needs to have his caffeine <laughs> to stay awake. <laughs> so what happens is that coffee actually is very acidic. Um, the same goes for drinks like um, lemon juice, um, even orange juice. How about all those sodas, the canned sodas, all that? That, that is uh, worse, yeah. So if we look at um, acidity or alkalinity of a drink of food um, based on a like a pH scale, yeah. uh, pH scale is something that looks at acidity or alkalinity of um, a substance, for example. So it ranges from 0 to 14. 0 being very, very acidic and 14 being um, more alkaline. So um, things like water would be at the range at the 7 mark because it's neutral and milk would be milk is actually quite good it's about six mm. and if we look at coffee coffee could be in the range of about four or five depending on what kind of coffee you take but so, don't swish um, it around in your mouth lah. That, i mean if you try yeah, and bypass so your teeth actually good. <laughs> if you <laughs> put the metal straw right Starbucks gives you a, i mean they used to give you a straw yeah. so if you don't swish it around um then even coca-cola could possibly be okay yeah, so if you look at um Coca-Cola, the pH is very, very low. It's about 2 or 2.5, if I'm not wrong. So um it can cause a lot of destruction of your tooth structure and dissolve your enamel. Mm, and so the problem is um a lot of people think that they should brush their teeth immediately after drinking cola or eating, and that makes it worse. So people who are very hardworking in caring for their teeth might be actually um doing more damage to their teeth doing more harm than good. After you drink your orange juice, after you drink your sodas, after you drink your coffee, don't go and brush immediately. They feel guilty because they say that coffee might stain teeth. Yeah. And they say that, oh, I must brush my teeth. Yeah. Uh, so then they start brushing their teeth. And I have patients who carry their toothbrush and toothpaste with them everywhere they go. And they are so, um, you know, zealous in brushing that they brush after their breakfast, after their lunch, after their tea break, <laughs> after dinner and supper. Yeah, but then they come up, uh, they come to me and they complain that, oh, my teeth is very sensitive. I, I take such good care, but why is my tooth or teeth hurting? Yeah, and then we dig deeper into their, um, you know, usually when they come to me, I will look at their diet history um, and their medical history and stuff like that to try and reach a diagnosis as to find out why their teeth are sensitive. Because um, I feel that rather than just treating the condition, the tooth or the teeth, it's better to also, um, you know, prevent further teeth from deteriorating. And um, holistic care means that you also, um, you know, try and identify, identify yeah, the cause and treat the person because then that would prevent more and more teeth from, you know, having issues in future. 
Otherwise, so, we will be chasing one tooth after another. Correct. Exactly. The same thing will carry on. It'll perpetuate. It'll go on and on and mm. on. So changing yeah, the lifestyle right. factors, understanding what's happening in the real life of that person and trying to change those lifestyle factors that could be contributing to the wearing mm. down of the enamel and the exposure of that dentine then. Mm-hmm. But I mean, if somebody comes in with sensitive teeth, what besides that, what else can be done on the spot to, to solve the pain? Mm. So if we talk about um, treatment, usually I would say treatment, we would think of prevention as one form, which I have already um, touched on. Then treatment per se itself could be either treatment at home or treatment in the office, in the clinic with a dental professional. Mm. So if you look at treatment at home, a lot of patients don't know that they can kind of like treat their own condition in the initial onset. That means if the condition is not that severe yet, uh, if it's just a mere um, you know, stripping off of the initial surface layer of uh, enamel, then what they can do is they can just buy um, off-the-shelf toothpaste that contains um, certain um, constituents, such as, uh, I'm not a spokesperson for any of the brands, but just to name a few, for example, Sensodyne has uh, certain toothpaste that contains um, stuff like Novamine, Stannous Fluoride, and this work in various ways mm-hmm. to um, plug, you know, the dentine has little pipes that actually gets... Um, it's gets like putting putty into a wall to fill up the holes like yes, that. Yes, you it? are right. So all these pipes, right, it's only sensitive because the fluid inside the pipe starts to uh, get um, agitated or stimulated by your cold or hot stimulus or your um, food. So if you plug up the opening of these pipes uh, with something, for example, the constitution from your constituents from your toothpaste, like Novamine, then when you block off the opening, whatever stimulus that you have, but whether it's ice cream or your cold bubble tea, it contacts the tooth surface, but because the opening is sealed off, you don't stimulate the fluid within the pipes and you therefore don't stimulate the nerves and get sensitive, um, the feeling of sensitivity. Yeah. That's fabulous. So, so that's what you're doing your own. And what can be done in the clinic? Um, then in the clinic, we do have various um, products that we can use to help the patient. So I always say dentine hypersensitivity, if you think of how to manage it, it falls into the category of DOB. DOB stands for date of birth, if you want to remember it easily. So D um, would be using something to desensitize the nerve so that they cannot be sensitized. O would be to block it. So other than blocking at home, in the dental clinic, we have something that we can paint it's really, really like literally painting over the tooth. It's, it's that easy. Uh, but because of the um, component, we have to protect the gums and, and then we paint over it and we shine a special light sometimes. And when the material hardens, uh, the it is um, like giving the person, the cold person, a jacket to wear over and um, the person is no longer cold. Then we do have other um, things that we can use whereby um, we can, if, if the tooth structure is uh, more heavily damaged as a concavity, then we can patch up that that hole or concavity with a filling material. And therefore, we cover that area up and the, the patient will not feel so um, sensitive anymore. Wow. And there's a fourth kind of material that I feel is my magic material, <laughs> that my patient loves it. Um, so what happens is that this material is um, able to be used at the targeted site so we can apply this material and it can act as a filling material to fill up that concavity or hole and at the same time um, when you read into this material it says that it has fluoride releasing capability it's like a, a dual purpose tube. going on huh? can fill up yes. the hole and release some fluoride 
Mm. And this fluoride can then move into the pipes that I mentioned earlier in the dentine to further block the pipes from getting wow. sensitive when the outer, because patients tend to brush very hard. Yeah. So they might brush off that um, filling layer. So when the filling layer gets worn off, this um, internal plugging serves as a you know backup plan so that the patient don't feel so sensitive when the outer layer is worn off. That's, that's amazing and, that you've got so many options in the clinic. We'll have to leave it there. But the point is, it sounds, Dr. Sim, like if you cannot, it's great that we have so many options, but it could be time-consuming and potentially expensive to do this as well. So maybe don't uh, get it in the first place is the better option. Prevention is still better than cure. Always. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Sim, what a pleasure talking to you again. Thanks so much for being on Health Matters. Dr. Irene Sim there, who's a dental specialist in endodontics out of Specialist Dental Group. I'm Daniel Martin. This has been Health Matters. Before making any decisions based on the information in our program, please consult a medical professional.